Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Stuart Friesen and you're listening to the Always Race Day podcast. This meeting is being recorded. Right, I get two. Thanks for that, Caleb. Uh, what's up, guys? Uh, welcome to episode number ninety-nine of the Always Race Day podcast. Damon, remember me because I'm going to have to t- turn the uh, volume down on that Caleb notification there. Uh, yeah, we're here. Uh, we're about to dive into our IndyCar preview for the season. We'll talk what has kind of been released this week, and we got a new voice on the show that you guys are meeting. Um, and we'll get to all that in a second. I want to thank the guys over at Carlotto Group uh, for being our presenting sponsor. Uh, appreciate them. Damon just went over to try and buy a car from there, uh, figured out that he doesn't have the finances to yet. Damon, no. what car were you trying to buy? I need a new truck, man. I actually need a bigger truck. You do not need a bigger. I rode with you in that truck, and your truck is plenty large. Yeah, but then I have more tailgating space. And it drives super, super smooth, too. It it does. It does. But now I have more tailgating space with a bigger truck. Well, Chris got a Cyclone Fanatic truck, so maybe we'll have to break our listenership record and then ask them for always raised it one. Oh, we should do that. Yeah. All right. Good. I like the Cyclone Fanatic truck because then I know it's Chris. And it's, it's from Carl Auto Group. It is. So go check them out if you're looking for a car. Uh, as we like to say, we guarantee there will be no dirt in it when you get it. Uh, I can't guarantee that for any other dealership in the country, especially ones close to Knoxville, Iowa. Um, but Carl Auto Group, appreciate them. Uh, give them a shout out if you're listening uh, on Twitter, anywhere else on social media as well. Um, let's jump into uh, what we got this week, Josh Olmstead is jo- joining us as well as uh, Caleb Sluha and Damon Helgeval. Josh is a big IndyCar guy. He'll be our kind of open wheel uh, dude for this season. But Josh, uh, why don't you tell the people about yourself uh, and what you like to eat for breakfast? So, I mean, I'm Josh, um, Joshua, whatever. I... I'm not a big breakfast guy. I'm going to be honest. I don't eat a whole lot of breakfast. Usually it's a donut from the gas station or like nothing. So that's just me. Um, I very much focus in all and anything sports. Um, that's pretty much my big thing is I'm I wanted to big... start with the least interesting question because I right. never hear Josh sound worse than he did to start. What do you mean? I, well, you only I, get I to say. That, I phrase that poorly. I'm just saying, like everyone will be more interested from here on out every time you speak. Noted. You did answer. <laughs> what do you eat for breakfast? With I'm not a breakfast guy. It's I'm true. Not. I gotta. But here, the only re, the only way you get to stay is if you answer this next question correctly. What gas station? Uh, usually Quick Trip or Quick Star. All right. You're acting like we have a brand deal. We don't, but there's a right and a wrong. We do with answer. Carl Auto Group if that counts. We do, but they don't serve donuts for breakfast there to us. Joshua, if you could fight any racing driver, who would you pick? I could fight any. That's my favorite question to ask drivers because no one ever knows what to say. 
No, that's really tough. Um, any racing? Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen. Jeez, after all his dad put him through, and you're going to put more fuel. Oh, see, I have an answer for this one. You go. Right away, my first thought was Morgan Shepard. <laughs> that's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's you're gonna elder, have... that's elder abuse, which is also to be fair. You said any, you said the man rides with Jesus. What else is wrong with you? This show's gonna, gonna have... go off the rails because Josh picked the guy who's been abused by his father his whole life, and Caleb wants to beat up an old dude. Not an old dude. He just picked Jesus's secondhand man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> seriously. That wait. Have... No, that, dude, Ty to Gibbs fight. took that title along. That's why I said secondhand man. Oh, Ty Gibbs okay. is the first. Right. That's fair. Nah, we, we protect Morgan Shepard. We don't fight him. The roller skates don't. You were excited to answer that. Hey, just first first thing that popped in my mind. All right. No, Carmen. All right. Well, what a uh, what a great um, slate of people we have talking IndyCar today. I know we got all of our uh, IndyCar stuff on Kyle. Or I'm looking at Damon's shirt. Jeez, we're both wearing <laughs> Lars, we're both wearing Kyle Larson shirts. That's our Indy pick for next year. Uh, but we'll go through our picks and everything for the season. I want to start off with kind of the news from this week. But SRX announced a few IndyCar drivers uh, coming over to joining their roster uh some full-time some not someone might have tweeted at seven in the morning uh that it was five full-time drivers and so connor just tweeted that assuming it was the same it was not uh new gardens racing a couple times paul tracy is back um i believe andretti's back uh, to defend his title as well uh, correct the thing that isn't back that i think caleb wants to touch on is the local guys the local driver is not going to be or the local legend will not have a car for srx this year yeah i mean i i think that's kind of a bummer um i mean i, I understand you know if you're talking superstars why not have a local superstar and it really can boost your you know you're going to get a whole lot of fans from that area that want to go see you know your your brian browns go up against indy 500 winners daytona 500 winners champions of the sport um, that that's a huge ploy, I think, for getting your local crowd involved. And I, I think it's kind of a, a big loss not to have that this year. Especially because you got a couple drivers in there that probably aren't as talented as some of those local superstars. Yeah, I just think going from it like – I don't know all those tracks if they have weekly racing. I don't know. I've never seen a race at the Motor Mile. I don't think I watched SRX at Stafford if they've been there before this. Because I think they have. The Saturday. Yeah, that's where Doug Kobe ran that year, I believe, was at Stafford. Yeah, and he would count, right? But it's like I I don't miss not having Doug Kobe in that race, I guess. I don't know. I will say, I will say like Knoxville. I think this collection of drivers is about as, it's not quite as diverse, but it's probably as talented as IROC was. When they uh, were at Knoxville a few years ago, that was when they brought Scott Bloomquist in and he's not a local guy and he only well, ran. changes it for me. Ran that one to him, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So having, having Bloomer in the field was a reason to go watch in its own right. 
Yeah. Right. And I think, but I think that's kind of a different example too, because you're bringing in Scott Bloomquist for, you know, kind of the, you know, sprint car capital or like, yeah, that, that's a huge dirt crowd. So like, yeah, you're going to get that area. That's going to want to go. We, and we know that late models suck, Caleb. We sell the shirts. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I know <laughs> it's not, it's not the same thing, but you know, you're still going to have that local crowd that is going to show up because they want to see Scott Bloomquist go against these guys. So I know it's not local, but it's still, it kind of matches. It counts. You know, what, yeah, yeah. What they're looking for. Well, the issue is in my mind is like right now, and I know Caleb and I have touched base on this. It's literally like IndyCar versus NASCAR. And there's not really a diverse, that's what the locals brought was the whole diverse thing. And right now you just have two classes of the fields for basically two guys that either couldn't make it or are retired. I mean, what happened to Ernie Francis? Yeah. Is I he what... Yeah. He's not, I... he's not been on the list. I wonder yeah. if he's doing um the indie lights this year again i don't know we'll have to check up on that i mean in my opinion i i, I just i really would love to see not so much of like an i rock but i would love to see the travis pastranas i want to see some supercars guys i want to see some motocross guys get in there like I throw in the legends of motorsport find a figure eight boat racing guy connor Let's go find one of those guys and put them in an SRX you, ride. Like you just, you literally, the, the last five minutes of the show have been, I'm so pissed they're getting rid of the local talent. Let's get Ross Chastain. <laughs> not, no, because that's NASCAR. That, that excludes not, not what I mean. Like, <laughs> I want to find the guy that's doing the whole tour of, of figure eight. Give me he's one of three drivers now. It's not a league. It's just two guys having fun. <laughs> But yeah, like we do on our own time. <laughs> they just caught me and Damon doing it the same day, and they thought he was racing. <laughs> like, I, and I don't, I don't think as I'm looking, there's no dirt. Oh, there is Eldora. So like, why? There's hope... dirt. There's Peavley too, right? Is that? Yeah. No, it's uh, Lucas Oil and Wheatland. Show me. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's a couple on there that presents opportunity for them to get whoever they want. And I can't Lucas... wait for Caleb and Josh. Does... Does Kenny Wallace count as as a non-affiliated dirt driver? Because technically, he's not run NASCAR. He's a since Bristol Dirt National participant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd give you a quarter of a point on that one. But I mean, like the only that thing is. that tops that is a Daytona 500 start. Uh, yeah, I just <clears throat> so I, I mean, in my head, I, I and maybe they can't get those guys. Maybe they are trying and. You know, those guys just are interested, but yeah, I mean, I'd really love to see an F1 guy get in there because that is going to destroy the internet. As soon as an F1 guy gets in there and gets beat by these guys, the internet's going to explode with the fact that's that. They don't could do you it. imagine an F1 dude at Lucas Oil? In- it would be great. God, it would damn. be fantastic. No, it wouldn't. It'd be F1- a disaster. F1 is way too scared to do anything outside of racing their cars. You I haven't mean, seen Kyle Larson. You can't tell me Daniel Ricardo would not get in, in, in an SRX car. He might be the only one to consider. No, he would be the I only know. one. Ricardo, yeah. Ricardo said he was too, he didn't want to race IndyCar because the ovals. Well, yeah, but it's different when you're going. I know, open wheel and, you know. Star. You're also enclosed in a roll cage. Yeah. yeah. It was a big, big difference. I do not want to go out in an indie car on an oval, but fucking give me a SRX car any day of the week and I'll, but yeah. So, I mean, that's just kind of where I'm at. I'd like to see 
like I'd love to see Travis Pastrana get, you know, sit and, and race one of those. I'd love to see some other supercars guys like, yeah, give me, give me some, you know, kind of different stuff other than just IndyCar and hey, Travis yeah. Pastrana is a NASCAR guy now. Yeah. Raced in like the last race before the last one. The last race before the last one. You are yeah. correct. You're not wrong about that. He has more starts in NASCAR than he does in a lot of other events. I still wouldn't count him as a full-time NASCAR guy. <clears throat> um, if you guys want some inside baseball, uh, I was on the phone with my dad last night and we're talking about NASCAR and stuff. And he's just like, yeah, you know, before Travis Pastrana punted Larson in the 500. And I said, hold, hold the fuck on. I, I said, you're thinking like Eric Almarola hit Pastrana. And he goes, yeah. And then Pastrana hit Larson. What a dickhead. <laughs> I'm like, Dave. I like the way Dave thinks. That's not how it works. And I'm getting, Dame and I told you about this. I said, I'm getting really scared. Like last summer, I was like, I'm getting really scared that Dave's losing it a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm doing, I'm doing the same thing. I'm having my midlife crisis about my father. No, I, I think, I think Dave was losing it that night at, uh, at Dingus. Can't talk about that on the podcast. Why not? My mom might listen. <laughs> she knows you were there. Dave was uh, the big man on campus at the ding. He was the big man on campus that night. Damon was trying to get females to talk to him. Dave had 14. Yeah. It took Dave nothing. I don't think we're exaggerating. Each one of them stood on a table at one point in the night too. And he followed him. You met, can you imagine me being raised by one of them? <laughs> I'm crazy enough. Like already, like that'd be like a really bad kid. Are you still considered being raised at this point? <laughs> I'm just saying like in the past, it was supposed to be a retroactively hypothetical, but. Damn that face. Damn screw it. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We need to get into our IndyCar preview because I'm going to hop through Damon's messages and just attack him. Um, did you guys hear? Uh, I haven't been able to find this tweet. Monster Games was supposed to be uh, creating an IndyCar game this year. Uh, I've heard it rumored. I don't want to say a lot of people have slandered them on the internet or libeled them. Uh, but there is not a lot of good words being said about Monster Games. And someone said, oh, we went over there, visited Monster Games headquarters, and uh, yeah, so they have, uh, there's no way there's going to be a new NASCAR game this year. No, no shot. That's what they said. And it's like, and I know, I think iRacing bought them out late last year, but. I uh, can't say I'm surprised. I mean, <clears throat> It man, having an IndyCar game would be so great. Like it's supposed to come out this summer. Do you think that their biggest their kind of big concern is it won't necessarily sell that well? I think no, that's like the concern, concern was like they don't have their ducks in a row. I mean, I absolutely believe that. I just also I mean, I think that's why we haven't had one. I mean, since how long well, it's you know? a long time yeah, yeah like and I, I think that's the big thing is just i mean hard on them for not putting the years on there because i can't remember what year it was right but 
that i mean indycar gets the same viewership as like the trucks so it's like yeah but the trucks are already implemented in the trucks are implemented into into nascar overall so you're already going to buy the game for a cup guy and guess what truck just happens to be in that game and so, so i mean would they be able to sell just a truck scheme because i, I don't like, think so you know i, mean, you know, no, so, I don't no, think but so like the thing is that's a minor series and you're like the allure to it is like jumping up through the ranks um i think it'd be stupid to sell a truck game but i, I think indycar has a bigger viewership and fanship than trucks and xfinity do on a weekly basis but when you put them all at daytona and it's the first race of the year and no one's watched stuff a lot of people are going to tune in um I do think it would just sell because I'm guessing they would purposely in it. What's the new F1 game when they come, when it comes out, is it 60 or 80? Uh, I would make it. It's like 60. I think it's like 65, 70. Yeah. Total F1 move, fucking $5. That's going to really pound the bank in, um, make sure that their game looks like the most elitist. Unless you want to get like all the premium stuff with it, then it's going to cost you like 90. Yeah, I always end up buying that stuff anyway because I'm like, I could be racing with this instead. Like, yeah, I'll take that. Um, no, but I hope it comes out. But if it's going to be what the last NASCAR game to come out was, what was it? Ignition was what they called. Yeah, from then don't. It's hard to really go off of that. I mean, because if they want it out by the summer and they just announced that this was a possible rumor, like that's, that's a short period. No, of time. What it was, was like a guy toured the studios in the past week or two. It had to have been this week that I saw the tweet. Um, the IndyCar game has been planned for since 2021, that it was going to come out in the summer of 23. Um, but I don't. So, I mean, they, yeah, they have time. Damon, you want who's Caleb's good at Twitter searching? Search Monster Games IndyCar and see if you can find that guy. So what I, I what I was just looking at was the fact that on Twitter IndyCar has four hundred fifty thousand followers compared to NASCAR's three point six million. And uh, NASCAR account or the trucks account? The NASCAR account. But what's just sad is that the IndyCar account only has four hundred. They don't even have half a million. Let's get them up. Yeah, I, I would be concerned as from a business standpoint, I would be concerned. You're going to get new, you're going to get new interest from fans because kids are going to walk through the store at target and be like, Oh, I want that game. And they're going to go through on online and be like, I want that game, but you're not going to draw enough new interest to make up for the lost revenue that you're going to have with this game. Yeah. And I mean, shoot, like, they haven't had a video game. Right. Think about what you miss out on with young audiences there. That's what I really hate is like sports games have taken a complete like step in the opposite direction as they were 15 years ago. And it's like, you want to grow like kids love for whatever you're doing, like get them hooked on the PS five. Well, yeah, the issue is like, where do you go from here? Like back then you obviously had, like you always had improvements for graphics and like obviously advancements with cars. But like from at this point, I feel like games in themselves that are sports games have just peaked. And I don't I really think, think Oh no, just you improve your career mode, make the whole thing geared toward making the career mode more interactive, more of a story, you know, just like whatever stuff work. I think yeah. you're racing. I think your racing games though are taking a hit because of iRacing. 
to be honest with you. I think that's where, where your biggest hit comes from because iRacing is always improving and always putting something new, whereas your console games can't do that as fast. Yeah, I, I think that's true. I can't find anything on Twitter. I don't know who would have said it. I'll I'll try to find it and, and get it up tomorrow uh, when we post this. So uh, you guys haven't heard this yet. We're kind of splitting this episode. Uh, we got a special guest coming on for episode 100. So if you're listening to this, it's Thursday. And, well, you could be listening to any day. I didn't tell you which one you had to. Uh, the 100th one will come up on Friday. So we got a big... Uh, interview for that one i know you guys are gonna like it uh we haven't recorded it yet so if it sucks that's on me but uh we'll get to that stuff uh the indycar stuff i just wanted we'll go around make picks talk about it but start out with breakout driver Uh, and i don't know how we're deciding who wants to go first or anything but let me know caleb uh, caleb is just is he frozen no he's not (laughs) If, if, if i don't move you don't notice me you can't pick on me in class <clears throat> man i don't know i mean I'll, oh okay I, if we're I going, thought you were frozen so that's this is awesome no awesome I'm, I'm going yeah i'm go. going now uh if i'm picking for st petersburg man i, I mean i i no just breakout like breakout driving yeah. oh breakout who's, general? Who's gonna, yeah who's gonna catch you off guard caleb's like well looking back at the st petersburg races i mean that's really the biggest one of the year it's the only yeah, one right. <laughs> it's uh, you know what it's definitely the first one so i, I know that as much <laughs> um man i mean do i do i go and, and say that Erickson's going to have a better year this year. Yeah, I, man, I think he's going to win three races. Okay, well, he might be be better than that. Even he could he could have a really good year. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I at this point, I would think that he's going to have a better year and um, you know be even more of a contender for the championship. Um, obviously, you're still going to have Penske, so it's you know, going to be interesting to see between them. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell who's going to stick out yet because it's such I, I a competitive like, series. Like, I mean, everyone, everyone in the state of Iowa knows who the hell Jack Harvey is. And he finished 22nd in the standings last year. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that I, off is as funny as you guys thought it was. Thanks. Yeah, uh, it was. Before Josh I mean, takes my pick, I'm going to say Christian Lundgaard. I, I thought about that, but no, I, I think he's going to be up and down a lot, but I think um, he's going to win four races. Okay. But Erickson has three. Yeah. Three and four. <laughs> Everybody hold on. No, gotta, gosh, no. Who's your pick real quick. We'll get to it. Caleb. Who's your pick? We've hitched another um, one. Are you thinking overall for the year? Or are you thinking like just this race? No, break I, over the season. Okay. I was going to say, I could go on forever for both. Um, I'm going to probably go with you. I wouldn't say it's going to be a breakout, but he hasn't really necessarily performed in the points. I'm going to go with Rossi. Um, I think new he's team. going to get five this year. He's going to get up to he, five. He, ones. <laughs> oh, the new team, he carried momentum at the end of the last year. I just think it's going to be – I think the new team's going to be a better fit for him. It's good that you made that pick because – Damon asked if he could pick a former champion to be his breakout. I, I said we might veto it. 
Uh, I, uh, going along the same lines as Josh's, you know, I'm going with McLaughlin because the guy hasn't performed in points. And I think if there's any time to keep a ride, you got to do it right now. Cause there's a lot of good drivers coming through and, uh, you know, hot seats are hotter when there's a lot of good talent. And I think this has got to be his year. If he wants to keep that, that ride that he's in in Penske. Yeah. I think, I think he can get to six races, six wins this year. Yep. There it is. I like <laughs> Who like could do that. seven? Damon caught on to it, or uh, Caleb caught on to it way too quick. So yeah. I, was just <laughs> yeah, I knew it was coming. Trying to get above 17. Well, who's going to get seven? What's that? Who's going to get seven then? Joseph Newgarden. There it is. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> my championship pick, so I already did that one. <laughs> who's, who's doing the math? Because at this point, I think we've got more winners than we have races. So. We do. races. <laughs> some, some of those seven must be SRX races. I, yeah, um, Graham Rahal has taken over midseason. We're moving to a world <laughs> schedule. <clears throat> I do agree, though. I Two was races actually... a weekend at the same track. Yeah, Which, I was thinking of McLaughlin. if you're an asphalt fan, it's going to confuse the crap out of you. And if you're a dirt fan, you're like, yeah, and b- both ones end up being different. I will follow up on the McLaughlin for the fact that like he was kind he kind of showed talent in his first year, like that he couldn't do win it. two races in his first year. Did he win one or two? I think it was one in his first year. That counts as two in my book. <laughs> and then like say- last year he was, I think he could have had the championship, but he did have two mechanical failures throughout the year. And I think that really set him back in the points. So I think he's actually, I didn't consider him a breakout because I think he's there. If Penske would get their shit together with his car, I guess, because no one else seems to break except him. He just flies under the radar for me. I think that's where I I get him as a a breakout because you don't hear of him a whole lot. Well, because he didn't have the. I guess privilege of coming up in the sport and like that's right. It's like he came right. from somewhere else. How much better can you really get is what kind of the doubt leads to. Um, especially you see Jimmy Johnson race and he didn't get better, uh, overall. He was great at ovals. Um, but you like going back, it's like McLaughlin has kind of the same doubts there from fans, I think, but that's just the nature of it. I mean, it's definitely possible, though. Well, I mean, you look at the start of Will Power's career, and you know, if they were going to a road course, you could put money on him to win it. Um, but if you're going to be at an oval, you could put money that he wasn't going to finish in the top 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now he's at a point where if they go to an oval, he's going to be in the top 10, top five, uh, even competing for wins. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, he could have won at Texas. He had it there. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I think Damon is right where I think this is going to be a year um, where we start to see, you know, can he be a legitimate contender um, across all tracks? All right, let's go uh, to the Indy 500 because um, I got to talk about my guy, Alex Ballou. He's he's going to win that race. He's too good there. He's Alexander Rossi in 2016 good there. Um, yeah, that's that's my feeling. That's what I think is going to end up happening come, come May. Is Elio Castroneves in it? Do they, is yes. that confirmed? Okay, that's my pick. Absolutely my pick, hands down. Interesting pick. You can't, you can't, you just can't, man. You really I, can't. 
I actually, I, I did 16 times last year. I bet against him, and it, it worked every time. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Indy 500, particularly. I've talked to Elio on the phone before. He somewhat knows who I am. So, Elio, if you're listening, I promise I was not picking the field over you on a minus 500 bet or something like that every week. <laughs> I, I mean, what? So he's he's got what three or four Indy 500s? Four. Yep. He's four. That's five, what I thought. Breaks the record. I, uh, man, uh, what a thing that would be to see. And I, I mean, it takes a step forward. It's going to be scary. I, I think that's the big thing is, you know, just being able to do that. The Indy 500 is, is unpredictable though. You know, we didn't ever really know. So I think he's still got a good shot. And I just last couple of years have really opened up my eyes to, to him um, going out, winning an SRX race, going out, winning, you know, four Indy 500s going out winning you know the 24 hours of daytona multiple times i mean the dude the dude is he, sickening in my opinion he single-handedly brought like meyer shank racing from the ground up for indycar mm-hmm. like that carvey like was just not doing it and like once elio went over there i mean he just he just put him on the scene like no one for that team runs as good as what elio does for that team yeah, my friend's actually a big uh, executive over at Hy-Vee, and he told me Harvey did wonders for that team. Okay, oh, if, I, if, if, if you had a friend had to a lot of people today, and I think it's Caleb's influence, but I can't really be sure. Damon, it's if, usually, it's me against Damon, so it's generally yeah. <laughs> if anybody else has been victimized by Connor. I, if you've got a friend that's uh, exec at Hy-Vee, I, w- I would love to just have a nice conversation with them and it wouldn't at all be aggressive well he or... exe- he executively makes pizzas there so now oh, yeah well <laughs> and he ain't worth talking to unnamed source but yeah told me that jack harvey was like the best indy car driver that's what he said it's all that corporate propaganda i mean they're gonna have to change it because they switched him out of the car you're right what about santino ferrucci though he He's uh I haven't else? seen much out of him when he does run. Who else was who's been sponsored uh by Hy-Vee and NASCAR recently? Polo was That's not NASCAR. Eric oh. Almarola was at Kansas for uh, as a quarter yeah, panel yeah. sponsor. Yeah, they had like the JD Motorsports, one of those. Yeah, cars. the Vargas car, the pool. Yeah. I remember Landon Castle rolling those to a couple top tens. Uh them sponsoring the JD Motorsports is probably where they had to double the ticket prices this year. Yeah, well, the thing I don't get is because I'm pretty sure those cars crashed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, we paraded the uh, ticket prices around last year, and they raise them um, to what like you kind of think it's worth to going to two concerts in a race, but it's like, yeah, in it's, one it's year, a man, money. Yeah, no, I get yeah. it. And the the thing that there, there's two things that really tick me off. One is doubling it in one year, but two, when I go look four days before you open tickets and it says 2023 prices and they're the same as last year, how then in four days do we go from that to doubling like that royally upsets me that I, we were looking at it and we were making plans 
And, you know, we were going to get Noah from Oklahoma and we were all going to do a trip there and go back and everything like that, because, you know, we had the prices all set. We were going to make sure to renew our tickets the day that it opened. And then I go and I look and all of us were like, eh, oh, well, we're not going to go. I, I it, you know, and we're diehards. Like I, the only time I've missed an IndyCar race in the last 12 years at Iowa Speedway is when I got ran over by a boat. And like, I can't stand driving. No, he was not. It was some, it was some old guy named Dwayne. But stupid. Uh, yeah, like Dwayne. Oh, I thought you meant Ross. I don't miss any car races, and I'm. I, I as soon as I saw the prices, I was like, I'm not going to take out a second mortgage on my house just to go do it. So, it's. If you're going to give me the race with a side of concerts, that's awesome. I'm here for it. I'll pay a little extra for it, but don't, don't double the prices on me and then come back and say, well, we were brought the entertainment. Well, I don't care about Carrie Underwood. If I wanted to it go. Is a, it is a big step down from Florida Georgia line. <laughs> <laughs> that was a disappointing live performance. Yeah, it was not great. Florida Georgia it, it was sickening. It was sickening. They were breaking up. Like, Dude. what did you want them to do? <laughs> Connor, Connor was standing there loving every minute. Oh, I was getting chills. I love them. Their music. He loved every minute. There's no way you were getting chills. It was a hard. No, he I was. Never been to a real concert in my life. One hundred percent was loving every minute of that. Yeah, no, I was definitely not pissed off about it at all. <laughs> no, son, you need to go do a, a good concert then. Like, they all had. It was race week. He, he did. He was at Blake Shelton just after. <laughs> After that, yeah, <laughs> his, his was a lot better. I know, and I, I was super excited. I was super excited for Florida George Line, and then uh, you know, after the first like two songs, I was like, oh, yikes! Like it was, it's just there was no environment, like no environment. In, the crowd, in their defense, in their defense, someone in the crowd was wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, so that probably. Oh, beefed Lord. up the oh, boy. them on stage <laughs> anyway back on topic here oh, <laughs> oh my goodness back on topic who still has to pick for the 500 you i have not picked mine um i'm a little biased but i think he's there he should i thought he should have had it last year i'm going with award um he's you can double pick yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, he's got top five in the last two, including a podium. Um, I really thought he had it last year. It was there. Um, I think he just takes that one step further. I think he's going to improve from last year to this year. I still think he needs to work out some consistencies for the championship, but I think he'll also be one to make major improvements. I just want to say, so we're going to the Indy 500 this year. If he ends up winning the Indy 500, I will Facebook live so that you can see a grown man cry because <laughs> I about cried at Iowa Speedway. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> he will, he will be in full. We will go Facebook live on the always race day account just to watch Josh so cry. Josh's favorite driver. So we can <laughs> got that. Well, I don't like doubling up, so I'm not going to, I'm going to take Scott Dixon. Not a bad pick. Can't always, that's it. all he wants it. Always a safe pick. Always. And the thing is, is why is it always a safe? It's not a safe pick. Once. That's the, that's the problem. It's not a safe pick. He's won once and he's ended up on his on his head how many times? So, I, I, because he's, he's Scott Dixon. Like 
he's bound to figure it out. And that's just, the only like, thing. You guys will figure out that Damon and I are quick that. to point out any figure of speech that doesn't make sense in the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah, I, I definitely think that over the last several years, I mean, they've they've struggled to kind of figure out that Indy 500, but. I'll, he just can't like, finish it. He's always up. Yeah. He just, just can't finish it. Uh, it. It reminds me of watching Chase Sexton in Supercross, and there's just an inevitable mistake. Facts. Jesus, here we go. Wait, dude, it's been the last three podcasts he's brought up. That's not shitting on him. That's like the dominant storyline of the week going it into is, It is 100% true. Like, it, from the me watching motocross the last two years, like, that is 100% accurate. <laughs> Caleb, you can't make it seem like I'm like being very I'm not, about just, someone. I'm I've, start... I've mentioned Ross Chastain's name three times now, trashing him. We do that like every week. It's a running. It's not about if we ever get him on the podcast, I'll say I want to fight you, and we'll see if we can set up a charity thing. But like, <laughs> no, I'll fight him. I hate Ross Chastain. <laughs> oh my god, there it, we it's go. not about. We're, we're good. This is awesome. It's it's absolutely not about you crapping on him. I think what I'm going to do though is every time I'm on the podcast. I'm going to bring a bottle of vodka down and every time he's mentioned, uh, every time Brett Moffat is mentioned, we're, I'm just going to do a shot and we're going to, we're going to start you make it through the first half hour. No, I, you can't <laughs> tell me that you're doing that either. Cause I'll purposely run it up. You are gonna, yeah, he will, he will run it up. Damn, you're not going to make it through the first half hour. Oh, what do you say? I'm sorry. I talked over you, Damon. What do you say? I said, you're not going to make it through the first half hour. No, no, absolutely. There's no not. way. I even if he do, even if he doesn't know, you're not making it through the first half hour. I'll rant about NASCAR screwing him on the restart violation at Knoxville last oh year, right now God. for ten minutes. The oh, worst call in NASCAR history. We went 45 minutes talking about that, and then we started the podcast. <laughs> He's brought it up a couple times. No, as I was going through my drivers to watch, and I'm I'm kind of like looking at the stats, and you know who's been fast this year, who's been fast at uh, Vegas the last couple of years. Is your championship pick? <laughs> For what? Oh, okay. You're just no, not story. he's he's not. No, but I was I was looking through and you know one name that popped up was Brett Moffat and I was like, oh, he'd be a good good dark horse pick. And then I just started laughing because I was like, Connor's just gonna have a field day with that. <laughs> All right. Um, I like the tweet too. IndyCar IndyCar Championship. Who do you guys got? Are we not doubling up, Damon? Does that mean I need to go claim New Garden? No, we can double up here. This one's easier to double up. Because you're picking Newgarden. I did not say that. Well, that's why you want to do it. Did not say that. All right. Well, I was going to say, if that's the case, like we're clean sweeping this across the board, probably. Are you picking Newgarden? I. I can adjust, um, but he was definitely on the top of my list. Oh, well, I don't want to step on your toes. I can pick Colton Herta. Damon, if you're not on the YouTube stream right now, Damon just went, ah, shit. I forgot he was still there. (laughs) No, he just, he fucks up way too much in his team. Cold Herta? Yes. The issue was last year is they were mileaging out engines because of whatever the engine rule is in IndyCar. You have to run enough miles through a certain engine. I mean, not necessarily that. He could have the fastest car by two seconds, but he steps on his dick every single time. Because well, they were trying to fix the engine situation. It was screwed up from the start of the year because he blew one one day, and like ever since then, it was like terrible. One thing that will always live in my head is the Nashville race, where he was the dominant car. He got stuck behind it. What was it Erickson? Erickson 
and just could not pass him. And he just overdrove it and crashed his own car. Like he just, he oversteps every single time. His season last year reminded me of Michael in that uh, driving the year that he broke his leg and missed a bit. David just had the same reaction. <laughs> you did not just pick, compare Colton Herta, who's won multiple races. No, 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 hold on. I, I wanted to do it to bring up names. Uh, but Michael Nett tried to overdrive the car that year, and his like talent and his results differed because he was trying to overdrive. Uh, overdrive the best car in the field? Do, the not best call the, do not call the Richard Petty Motorsports 43 Xfinity car the best car in the field. Or the junior motorsports car where he got one win in his like six that's, seasons. With oh, you don't now. You don't need to trash on Michael and that. That's a terrible way to end this podcast. That was that was the one I was going with. Was you the might not make it to episode one hundred. I'll drive over to Josh's now. Let's be quite honest. If it wasn't if it wasn't for his teammates just riding the train behind him, he wouldn't have won the one race either. So, oh my goodness. Connor has left. I, my favorite thing is just putting my head down, and then as I as I put my head up, Damon's just got both. <laughs> oh man, that's that's another this one. Is Michael Nett is the third most famous former Waterloo Blackhawk USHL hockey player that went into a different career and has a big name now. That's not an impressive stat. What do you mean, Joe? Pavelski? He thinks all his stats are impressive. Joe Pavelski and Chase Stokes are the other two. Chase Stokes is the dude from Outer Banks. Okay, but no one remembers the third person on a list. Yes, they do. No, <laughs> you only remember I was that. Just trying to reference a list of three people that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Hendrick Motorsports drivers: Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, William Byron, Alex Bowman. In that and order, I, I flubbed that one up because I would have put him in a different order and put Kyle Larson third. I'm okay. We're moving on from the third person from a list disagreement. Who's you your even figure out his own list? A pick. No, he's yeah. a pick. Who's your pick for what the championship? The, the Indy five or the Indy, Indy championship? Uh. It, like obviously, I feel like. The, the low-hanging fruit is New Garden, but to back up, I also will throw out the other Penske driver that I think could do it is Scott McLaughlin. Um, I think, like I said, I think he can figure it out. Um, but I feel like New Garden's the favorite for sure. Like, there's just no questions, comments, concerns about it. Damon? I mean, New Garden has to be the the pick, right? I mean, no, it's you can actually pick any other driver. I don't think it's going to happen, though. That's the problem. Um, the guy's really, really, really pretty damn good right now. I think if there's anybody that can can challenge, um, I think obviously you've got Dixon that'll be there to to challenge. But um, I think I'm going to take New Garden as well. I mean, he wins it last year if he doesn't crash at Iowa. Like, it's his. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Caleb? I got to go with Takuma Sato. <laughs> Connor's like, all right, hold on now. Go no, for it. I, yeah, that's all you. Um, you know, I, I kind of do have this gut feeling about Scott McLaughlin this year. Um, I, I was really hoping he kind of wouldn't get brought up. But, uh, 
I, I don't know. I just have this gut feeling. I mean, I think you are crazy to not think that New Garden's in, in the fight, um, especially when the same schedule of races that we've got is the same ones that we've seen New Garden have a lot of dominance in uh, the last couple of years. So, uh, you know, it, it's going to be hard. You got Will Power in there too, who could easily pick one off. So it's like mm-hmm. anybody at Team Penske can can strike. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just have this feeling about McLaughlin. I, I think he's going to have a strong year and uh, surprise some people, I think. I think it's yeah, going to be mean, a make or break. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when you break it down realistically, like I was going through this the other day, like Will Power obviously win the championship, but one win compared to five. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the, yeah, the consistency's there, but I mean – like you win five races in one year and hardly anyone can even get two. It's just like, in my mind, it's not even a question. And the only one that, and of course, second is Scott McLaughlin with three. So like it, like we said, consistency gets figured out. Like they're both going to be there. All right. And that was the IndyCar preview. Um, if you're sitting at home wondering, like, oh, doesn't F1 start soon? I'm not really sure, but here's the preview. Uh, Max Verstappen was faster and more confident in practice this year in the testing sessions. Um, and the Haas GM says there's not really a middle pack in, for- in Formula One right now. It's just the top three teams and everybody else. Um, so look out for where they finish. Uh, and that was your F1 preview. I do. So we were talking, I was telling Josh this the other day, it was really funny. So they had like eight of the top, you know, commentators, journalists, whatever rank all the F1 teams in order after um, the test session. And it was super funny because, you know, everybody had for the, the top one was Red Bull for second, everybody had Ferrari and then third and fourth kind of varied, you know, some people, you know, went back and forth on that. And I don't remember who it was. And I tried to find the graphic uh, the other day and I couldn't find it, but everybody had the same exact team for fifth and then sixth through 10th was all, you know, jumbled mess. But like, it was obviously, you know, the top two were the same, but then everybody had fifth, the same team. Um, But then third, fourth, sixth through 10th was, you know, all jumbled up. So <clears throat> hey. we'll use this. No, thing. no, no. There's no, there's no middle of the pack though. Like Haas, yeah. Haas has got this one under control. It's anyone's race to win. This will be my segment of shitting on a driver. I would like to point out that Perez ran the fastest lap for Red Bull and not Verstappen. So I can sense Josh doesn't like Verstappen, which is going to make for fun stuff later this year. <laughs> Have fun watching him win 14. Yeah. I just pray that like so many other teams was just sandbagging, but I know that's probably not the case. That'd be funny. Tanking for a draft pick an F one. You don't want to show what you got. They don't want to show Andretti what they got either. They're too, too scared of what the uh, end result of that could be. So what are you? Okay. So question for Connor, uh, how well in a Haas car would, in F1, in a Haas car, how well would Michael Andretti, or not Michael Andretti, Michael Michael do? I don't think anyone would do well in a Haas car. Middle of the pack. It's, yeah, <laughs> if you're not in the top six car, you have no chance to win the race. 
definitely not you know top two it's, it's a sham it's a sham of a sport in the sense that it, uh-huh. the best driver that's ever driven a car could get into one of seven teams cars and not win the race for sure like you have arca cars racing on the same track as cup cars but how are you gonna put michael in that middle of the pack you're right he'd be upper middle uh, that's kind of where I thought that was going. at worst. I'm surprised they didn't put him on the podium. <laughs> well, Hamilton probably took out Verstappen because he loves doing that. Um, Ferrari screwed up on strategy, uh, both cars, not just one. Uh, and they tried to pit at the same time, then got confused with which car they were changing. Um, Sergio wrecked in qualifying. Uh, and the other Mercedes uh, is just an unlikable guy. No, it's George Russell, isn't it? Uh, they sabotaged him because they didn't want him to win more races than Hamilton. So there, that's everyone. Every one of those guys is out of the race, and the net wins. Would you say he's not very likable? Oh, because I, I was thinking of Nico him. Rosberg and Valtteri Bottas. I loved Bottas. What do you mean? <laughs> I loved him at Williams. I thought he got to Mercedes and got a little elitist. It doesn't take much for me. <laughs> just very anti F1. I think I was just thinking of Rosberg. I was trying to look. Yeah, but yeah, I am very anti F1. I think the attention that it gets from people is far too much compared not me gonna to be on, Not me going to be on vacation to wake up at 9 a.m. to watch Bahrain. I mean, I'll wake up and watch some of them, but when I wake up for six in a row and Max Verstappen isn't in the lead by 39 seconds and they're acting like it's a close and entertaining race, uh, I'm just... Well, it is close. 39 seconds is close for them. They're, I mean, they're fucking gawking at the race for 12. This will be big for yeah. the 10th or 12th. There's a big difference there, Bob. Yeah, one spot. Mm-hmm. Anything for that last point spot. Anything for the last point spot. It's, yeah, I... They're too easy to crap on because they just they do something like really stupid that any series in America would get shafted for, and no one looks at F one and goes, "Yeah, those guys are like real, real bad at what they're organizing here." You imagine, Damon, if World of Outlaw teams like banded together so that Toyota couldn't enter with a two car team full time in the World of Outlaw season. I mean, they technically have. I think I'm saying like they form Toyota racing and bring in two new drivers and new cars. And the teams are like, well, we don't want to get beat by them. So no, we vote no. Yeah. It'd be fun. It, that's not close to happening or happening at all. So don't, it was a hypothetical if you're at home. Connor is breaking news today. Well, Toyota is like getting like really, really big into dirt racing. So that I guess it, it's pretty far fetched, but it's not as far fetched as like a better hypothetical for me. I don't know. I'm off my game. We got to get to episode hundred. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate you guys for joining us. And hopefully uh, you got through this one. Your favorite driver wasn't thrown under the bus. 